Welcome to the Stabcast. I'm Dan. And I'm Mindy. We're here to talk about a UK Big Brother zombie show. That, Dead set. Dead set. Yep. Uh, we were going to say that together, but I fucked up. <laughs> uh, this is definitely something down my alley. Uh, maybe not so much down Mindy's. But... I'm fucking it up because I put him through a lot. Yeah. I mean, let's be sense. honest, guys. I put him through the final. I put him, I put him through the basement. I put him through poor Agnes. I put him through a lot. So yeah. I'm gonna let him have his zombie reality TV show movie. <laughs> like uh, I'm not even like just like when he wanted to do the whole Tommy Jarvis thing. Like I told you guys, I'm not gonna hold him because normally I'm the one that picks the shit, and what I pick is normally brutal. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff. Uh, also, we'll be previewing Scream a little bit. Yes, more. we will Scream be previewing sex. Scream 6, which will come out on March 10th. I will be doing, for the Fabcast, I will be doing a TikTok live show after I go see Scream. Yes. So I can give you guys a little bit of a mini review, a little bit of a taste of what you're getting into. I'm not going to spoil anything because I would be very upset if somebody spoiled it for me. Well, when I come back, because I'm well, going when I come on, back, we're going to go hard. Yeah, because I'm going on vacation, so there's not going to be an episode next week. Yeah, there will be no episodes on Blog Talk Radio. Everything from, except for today, on will be on the TikTok. When I come... taking over for the week. When I come back, our first episode back will be a spoiler screen review. Yeah. And it's going to be a lot of fun. And future things we're going to be doing... Uh, like I said, we're going to do the Dark Pictures Anthology games. We're going to get you over here. We're going to play them together and then review them. Man and Medan, Little Hope, House of Ashes, and The Devil and Me. So that's going to be fun. It sound, they sound really good. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. I played the first two already, and it's really fun. And I'm it excited sounds to play really them cool. I like, I like horror video games. I just like macabre stuff. I'm morbid, guys. I'm sorry. I really am. <laughs> That's good. And these have, like, like we played the quarry, but these have more genuine scares, it feels like. Now, can while we're speaking of the quarry of these games, because I'm sure people would like to know, is this the choose-your-own-adventure the way the quarry is? A- absolutely. Is it it's made by the same company, oh. Supermassive Games, so it's the same decisions. People, Anybody can die. Anybody can live. Your decisions affect, like, the whole game. That's that's the whole game, making decisions and, like, the little quick-time events and stuff. Okay. So it's, the gameplay is basically the same thing as the quarry. Okay, cool. Uh, it's a, but it's a little, it's not all like Camp Slasher stuff. Like there's a Ghost Ship one, a Salem Witch Trials one. Yeah, you were saying that they were all like based yeah. in different environments. It's different kind of horror. 
but it's still like there's good gory deaths and there's different ways for people well, to like die. Well, like I was explaining to our Aunt Sharon, who is our undesignated guest as always, as I was telling her the other earlier in the car, um, there to me horror is the genre, and then there's several several different subgenres. So many of yeah. horror. Yeah, yeah. That sure. includes. Like monster horror, sci-fi horror, paranormal, like all of that vampire, all of that stuff, zombies, all of that stuff. And a lot of people, including Anne Shannon, but she didn't really know. A lot of people don't understand that that's still horror. Yeah, it's It's all the same thing. It's just it's a different subgenre. Yeah, and I was listening to guys talking about it, and. uh, like even say like like stuff like action horror like a I Am Legend is technically kind of a horror movie it's even an though action it's so action. horror yeah it's just like horror can be very loose into what it is like a lot of things like there's horror, horror is comedy kinda like the col- it's kind of like just the column basically yeah if it's sort of freaky sort of spooky it's kind of horror just like with like if you put like the genre of comedy, you got romantic comedy, you got dirty raunchy comedy, sexual comedy, horror comedy, again, horror yeah. comedy. I mean all that stuff. So I guess it's just different genres. Yeah, but there's, there's always subgenres. Horror has about I'm not even gonna count. It has so many subgenres. It really does. For sure. And uh, all of them bring their own unique thing to it. And that's why I like that we do all of them on the show. That's why we'll hit a zombie one. We'll hit a ghost movie. We've done The Exorcist. We've done, you know, different. We love slashers, you know, any kind. We've done, like, the tor- not such, not so much torture porn, but we've teetered on it. Yeah, we still, we probably should do a Saw movie at some point, even though. I am not watching Saw 3. Fuck those pig guts. We don't have to do Saw 3. And they're not my favorite movies. Probably. I watched Jigsaw. Jigsaw was a good movie. That one came out in like 2010. That was good. I liked that movie. But, but uh, nah. Yeah. We, we got a lot of good things coming. Those games will be fun. Scream review will be fun. There's uh, so, a couple um, other movies I've been, I want to okay, go run ahead. by you. No, not now. But. Oh, okay. Well, I do want to go ahead and set to the fact that even though y'all are hating on Blood and Honey. It at least made a somewhat decent amount of money to the point where I'm not going to go out and pay money to see it. No. But I'm going to watch it once it comes out on streaming. But that being said, Cocaine Bear... No, I, no. Wait, uh, Blood and Honey did make Blood and Honey's budget made $3.8 million. Now... As far as Cocaine Bear goes, I want to check up on that real quick because that's been having an amazing, amazing box office. Yeah, $52 million. Holy shit, out of a world kind of budget. $35 million, but there's still room to, to grow. Like the, like, it just came out. Yeah, it had one weekend. This will be the next weekend. I mean, it's a stupid horror movie. It's a stupid comedy, basically. Yeah. But... I mean, Elizabeth Banks is the director, and she's one of my favorite actresses. I like her a lot. And uh, Ice Cube Sun's in this. There's just a lot of things I like about this movie. It's Ray Ray Liotta's one of his last movies before he passed. Ray Liotta died? Yeah. Yeah. He's gone. Yeah. R.I.P. What? 
I can't exactly remember the date, but he's gone. May 26th. Yeah, May 26th last year? Yeah, 2022. Huh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, Ray Liotta passed. And this is one of his last roles. R.I.P. R.I.P. He's a legend. Yeah. And you know, Cocaine Bear and, and Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, does not seem to be getting good reviews. It's 5% on Rotten Tomatoes. No. So I'm not exactly going to follow up on that one. Like I said, I'm not going to go out and see it in the theaters because it's just not worth it. Yeah. And Cocaine Bear is 69%, so that's a lot better. That's like an av- above average movie. For for a Cocaine Bear movie, you would think that would get like a 20% or something. Like, when you see the word Cocaine Bear, it's like, oh my God, come on. We're going back to Sharknado and Rubber here. They got some good guys in it. They got the one dude from Modern Family. Oh, yeah. Jesse Tyler Ferguson. They got the dude from uh, Game of Thrones mm-hmm. that uh, had the crush on Brienne. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah Tormund Giants Band. There's a lot of good guys in here. So I'm excited. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens. And ultimately, I mean, we're not going to see it in theaters. Sorry, guys, we're not. But no. we're going. But one thing we are going to see in theaters that we can transition to now is Scream Six. We'll go to see it next week, and then when I come back, we'll talk about it. Uh, this is going to be a good one. Yes, Sydney's not in it, but. It's got very Jason goes uh, Jason takes Manhattan vibes with uh, Ghostface going to New York and uh, New York City because uh, uh, Samantha and Tara, uh, our girl Jenna Ortega and uh, her sister, oh, in the Meeks, Chad and Mindy, the character modeled after you, Mindy Meeks. <laughs> Daniel doesn't mean like she's actually modeled after me, but like personality wise, personality sure. wise, like you could sit me in that character in the room and we probably have like a three, four hour conversation. Yeah. I mean, just the stuff she knows because like it's like a, a female Randy. And just like she was like, it's not a remake, it's a requel. Yeah. And they're like, what? She just worked as a character. She didn't come across as too annoying. She did it, and the fact that they didn't like hug or kiss or anything when they survived last time, she just literally went like this. Yeah. And he like uh, put her fist up in the air, and he did the same thing. So like that was just that was that was funny. Yeah. That was a cute little like I'm okay. Yeah. Uh, and they they got a lot of <laughs> th- there's some new new blood in here like Dermot Mulroney from uh, Shameless. Oh, I'm over it now. Hayden Panettiere's back, your girl Kirby. You think she's the killer, right? Okay, guys. So <laughs> Kirby works for the FBI, okay? Yes. She works for a special group in the FBI. It's stated that she is part of a special operation, Okay. Just okay. made my hand hurt making that note. It's okay. So, here's my thing. She got she got brutally sick and left for fucking dead. You're telling me that she's in charge of an FBI group and there's several and because this is one of the reasons what leads up to this theory is if you watch the first trailer and you watch it slowly when they're on the subway. They're surrounded by all different ghost faces. There's a ghost face mask that's regular. There's one that has white eyes. There's one that's all black. 
there's one that like they all have different attributes yeah to them so i feel like maybe she created a team maybe she's like let's get rid of all of them if you take them all out then they'll never exist yeah because also it's very very apparent to me very apparent to me that gail weathers is gonna die yeah, she's and the last one. And if Gail Weather dies, those books die. So you think there's no one to make infamous anymore? No. So why wouldn't Kirby do that? She don't like Gail anyway. I don't see it. I think it's Sleazer Diner guy. I'm going that that. I'm going. Dermot but what Maroney, if Sleazer Diner guy is part of his her FBI group? Well, no, he's a detective. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, never mind. I'm, oh my God. I'm not picking him. I'm excited, Angie. <laughs> I get very excited about these things. Just don't cry in the thing. Well, at least Dewey. At least Dewey's it's not, Dewey not there time. to make me cry. Because yeah. I will not cry You'll be cheering with Gail. over Gail. Don't cheer too loud, though. No, nah, I got I to gotta reel it back. You got to reel it back. <laughs> People were staring back. People were staring last it night. It was funny. Samara, Samara Weaving's in this thing, though. Oh, no shit, she is not. She's playing Laura. Damn. <laughs> I, I love her. She's the babysitter, right? Yes. Yeah, I love her. She's so good. She's got such a good quip about her. Yeah. Like, not even not even her, but she's got a good quip about her. She does really good back and forth, especially if you get her with a really good actor. She can handle herself a really good back and forth. So I'm excited to see her in this. She might actually end up being the killer, honestly, because that's more of her personality. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised. I think that might be my picker, Josh Segarra, who's playing Danny. Maybe I'm picking him. Oh, Roger Jackson's in this too? Well, yeah, he vo- voices Ghostface, like always. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I thought they were replacing him. No. Jack Champion's joining the cast as Ethan. You gotta move it down. <laughs> okay. Uh, do we know any of them? <laughs> nope. Yeah, I know. Oh, uh, you know them? Yes, for sure. I know Tony Rivari, who's playing Jason. He's been in a lot of things. Oh, oh yeah, I do know that kid. He was in Dope. I do know in him. In the Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah, I, I do know him. This movie's gonna be good, Mindy. It's, it's gonna be great. I'm excited. If it's not good, though... If Jenna Ortega doesn't live, I think there's going to be a riot. I don't think She's such a great... I don't think she'll kill her. I think it's all about trying to get Sam and Gail. Because Tara really has nothing to do with it. No, she doesn't. I think Sam's the killer. That's my hot day. You really think Samantha Loomis is the killer? I mean, look at her fucking last name. Maybe. I was going to say Loomis, yeah. I and know, in the first movie, she's already you gone. you got to remember, in the last movie, she cleared his conscience. Yeah, but she brutally he killed somebody. He was technically the good guy. She was going to get brutally killed. It was, it was killed or be killed. She's a fucking killer, dude. Yeah, she did it once. Now it's in her blood. She's now it's in her fucking blood. It's her. Yeah, but I don't think... She, I, I think she might murder somebody, but I can't see her being ghost-based because I can't see her going after her sister. Oh, she's going to kill him. That's the thing. She's killing her sister. Some childhood... Uh... She's like, you stole my Barbie. <laughs> you yeah. stole my Barbie! Yeah, some childhood drama. All right, whatever. We're, we're, we're going to on this later. Let's go ahead and go back to what we're actually talking about. 
Ashley's Whiskey Bus Gaffer. All right, the the UK miniseries uh, Dead Set, which can be found on YouTube. Which don't get confused, guys, because it is like three hours, and you're gonna be like, wait, what? It's just all the episodes got mashed together. Yeah, it's amazing. There's five episodes, and it's all together. All together, it's about two hours and 50 minutes, or two hours, 30 minutes, something like that. Yeah. Uh, not, not, a, not a long uh, watch, almost as long as a movie. Well, pretty much. It was long. longer than a movie. Two hours and 30 minutes? That's like a movie. It that was three hours. Okay. Right, the Snyder like 10 hours. Okay. It was not <laughs> a good movie. It was a very interesting series. I enjoyed it a lot. For somebody who doesn't like Big Brother, like myself. Or zombies. <laughs> I That's the thing. You guys think I don't like zombies. I have nothing against zombies. You don't love them. I just don't love them. It's not your favorite genre. It's not my favorite thing. I don't get down with the zombies. Like 28 Days Later is known as one of the best zombie movies ever. And you're like, eh. But I'll watch, <laughs> like, I'll watch, I mean, George A. Romero is the one of my favorite directors. Yeah, he's amazing. And he's a zombie guy. He is the zombie guy. He is the zombie guy. So, I mean, I don't mind watching anything he makes. And honestly, the Dive of the Dead remake, one of my top five favorite remakes. One of my top five. I love it. Daniel knows that I don't do remakes. I I hate them. I think they're stupid. I don't think there's a reason for them to be made. I think you don't fix what's not broken. You fucking stay <laughs> It sucks. It sucks. I don't disagree with you, but uh, I thought this was, it, it did something different. And it did something, I think, very smart by getting like CBS or whoever, like, uh, I don't know if it was CBS, but it was definitely uh, the, the network who, who did Big Brother because uh, Zepatron, because... They were in the house yeah. that they filmed it in in the UK. Yeah. Uh, they had cameos from all the from contestants in in UK history. Yeah, I don't know any of them because I don't watch UK. Yeah, but that. when you watched it, you could tell. Yeah, you could tell who the cameo. You could were. tell who the cameo but was and who an actor was. They showed. I liked how they did. I know you kind of said you thought it was a little all over. The I place. was in and out of it. It was yeah. all over the place for me. So I mean, to me, it reminded me of something. Something I enjoy in movies and shows, because it's something that uh, Thrones did really well, to where you have multiple storylines, multiple things going on at once, and then they meet up at the end. See, that loses me. I like it. Unless it's like in your face, and it's action the entire time. Well, to me, because that's a slasher thing. You take you everybody splits up. You got two characters here, two characters here, a few characters here, and, and then they all like come. That part of slashers, honestly. Really? Uh, no, I I would I'd rather they just all stay together and get killed. Why do you think there's like just a chance well, that they're going to be make so much? Well, that's the point, and that's what like Cabin of the Woods and stuff touches on because when they like stay together, they can actually get out <laughs> and like I know, go that's against why I one kill. Watch one where they stay together. <laughs> That's like the smart play, but they need to split up so they all can get fucked up individually. I know. It sucks, though. It sucks. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Uh, Guys, I'm going to go into hiding. <laughs> I'm getting picked on. My feelings are hurt. <laughs> I'm picking on you. I'm agreeing with you, and I'm having fun. I'm joking around. He's having a good time. I know. I'm kidding. Uh, the, but I enjoy that, like, there was multiple layers to the characters. Like, our main character, Kelly. Yeah. 
she had the boyfriend, uh, Rick. And I didn't like her because her name was Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly, she, uh, she had a boyfriend, but she was cheating on her boyfriend, and it's established early on she was cheating on him with one of the guys there, who was one of the first people to turn into a zombie. And I like how it showed the contestants. I like how it showed the point of view of someone outside of the house and Rick, and I like how it showed behind the scenes with that Patrick dude, who was a, a rightful piece of shit. And he oh, was, I hated him. Oh, he was hilarious, swearing at everybody, and even when he was getting eaten at the end, he's like, fuck off! <laughs> and like, you know, the zombie, fuck off! He was my favorite character. He was a complete cock. He was the scumbag. He was like that that old dude in Train to Basan that like you're supposed to hate. That's right. That, that guy who whenever somebody throws somebody in front of him in one of these, you're like, no, that's gonna be the piece of shit of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> when he's like tossing people, like there's a guy in a wheelchair, he wheels them up. <laughs> like he didn't give a fuck. And uh, you had Space, who who like uh, he he was one of my favorite characters. He was this dude in the house. And he was, like, becoming good friends with Kelly. And, and, like, they didn't have anything romantic, but they were kind of... They worked well together to they, try and get yeah. through it. Because they were two of the more sane people in the yeah. house when everyone was kind of going nuts. But I like how... Because it's something unique. And the fact that they didn't have to rip off a, a Big Brother show and, like, make a different type of show name and that they got them to kind of let them use it, I think it did prevent it. Yeah. Like the guy was like, "Oh, they ain't watching us." When Spade said that, yeah, like that's that's like an iconic line to me. That's pretty cool. That's like because they're always like Big Brother's watching. He's like, "He ain't watching us." Like that shit worked for me. I thought it was very, very cool. And I think Felicia players to her. And and this is the zombie movies like the Dawn of the Dead remake you you brought up. And we're in full spoiler territory. Everybody fucking dies. Nobody yeah. makes it out of this thing. That's and, the one and thing I, I like about it. And I love movies like that because it can't always be a happy ending. Right. No. Especially in horror. Like, sometimes everything's got to suck. Yeah, sometimes in the horror. When I like a good hero prevail, like too. And, and whatnot. Like, sometimes we are, we're very desensitized. So sometimes it is very refreshing to have all the characters die. Like, Unfriended, for instance. Yeah. You love that movie. Yeah. Because all of the kids died. But it helped that none of them were that likable. Yeah. Like, they were, like, even, like, Blair's, like, known as one of the most unlikable female protagonists in all time. Yeah. Like, because she was, like, such a piece of shit. She, she like, made the, the, she was the reason the girl killed herself. Yeah. And stuff. And was haunting them. So it's like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. And, uh, so I that worked. more the premise of it. No, I agree with you completely. I, I, I think it, it works when you do that. Like, And even like you have likable people like this, but but it's still, it can't always be a good ending. It can't always because, like, everything's evil, everything's bad around you in the movie. Like, sometimes it's good to show, like, a bright side, but also it's good to be, like, gloomy and, like, no, it didn't work out. Yeah. Because it's something different. And... and you need the stakes to be because if it's always if you're always expecting that, you know it gets old after a while. I mean, you are right because like the final goal of trope has gotten yeah kind of overused. Like like I like when over the, the words over the years. I I do like it when a guy actually ends up surviving. But not even just girl. that. But I, I like it when they do it a little differently. Like when a Kiki Palmer turns out to be the final girl almost instead of the girlfriend and, and the scream thing. Or, she was because she was the 
such a fun old girl. I yeah. loved it, though, when she showed up and she's like, hold on, the killer's coming back for one last game. Yeah. And then she pops up and she shoots her and she's like, boom, final girl, y'all. Yeah, exactly. That was hilarious. Or like when you killed Danielle Panabaker in the Friday the 13th remake. It's like not expecting that. I not really thought that she was gonna final laugh. girl. Yeah, but it ended up being the sister from the beginning. It, it's like I, I like when they do little like switches like that, and they do something a little different. Or kind of like in Help Us when we assume that the that Beck Taylor Klaus, the girl that played Audrey in the Screen TV series, you kind of assume that it was going to be like her movie. Yeah, it wasn't, though. She was definitely a side character. But she was definitely just a side character. And she wasn't a fighter, either. Yeah. I like when the host got taken out in this. She was getting her throat fucking bitten. Like, the the deaths were definitely gory zombie deaths. They didn't, like, cut away. Like, this was very brutal of the movie. Right. There was blood splattering everywhere at all times. I thought it was one of the more and you have the fast zombies which is always creepier because like as a as a thicker man as as a man with a little bit of chub on him, a lot to love. You know, I, I need like the walking dead zombies where I can like be spooked and like ah! and then just like slowly walk away. That's because he all he lives with all women except for Dougie, so one of us <laughs> is gonna make him come uh Make them uh, carry us. Yeah, if I can like slowly walk or jog away, I'm cool. But if I got a full on sprint, I'm fucked, dude. I'm like three days in. Good night, Irene. I better be trapped in the house. I can't go make a like grocery run at all. But if there's the slow walking dead zombies, I'm good. But these zombies, they had some speed to them. They weren't full like World War Z fucking like jumping all over the place and shit. But they had some speed to them, and uh, they were tearing people up. And the rate of people at which people died, I thought was pretty fast and good paced. And like you would get interested in a character and then something would happen to right. him. And I thought they built up the emotions well. And like you, you really wanted Rick and Kelly to meet again, even though you know she was cheating on him and stuff. And obviously, you know, they weren't perfect. Rick met, met that badass girl in the store that shot the zombie's head off. And then she got bit and that was sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, I, I just thought there was a lot to like about this uh, show. And I like that it was formatted as a show. It could have worked as a movie, too. Yeah. But I thought it definitely worked as a TV show, kind of building up to certain things. It did not feel like too low budget at all. It felt like the Big Brother show, but also in a movie towards the end. Mm-hmm. Especially when they got outside of the house and they were doing a lot of stuff outside. But them going back to the house, the ending, fighting off the zombies, uh there was good character development space, like kind of stayed like a tough guy, but the one kid, Marky, that was kind of douchey in the beginning, he becomes a lot cooler. And, uh, he, beca- even though he gets him and that blonde chick get fucking ripped apart right. at the end, dude. When those two and, uh, Kelly are the like three left and space is like stuck in the room and he got bit and fucking, yeah, he was hurt. I felt bad. I, that's the one dude I wanted to make it, but he didn't. And, uh, no Kelly. one made it. Well, yeah, and Kelly's the one that seemed like she was going to make it. She was axing everybody to fucking death. But then she uh, she ended up getting bitten, and she was, like, dead looking at the camera. And it was it was funny because they didn't really show the diary room the whole movie. I would, That's the one thing I kind of forgot about. And 
because if you're a Big Brother fan, the lore and like Easter eggs and stuff they threw in, it's kind of fun. Yeah. You can kind of nerd out to it. It's pre- and I like that they and like I said, I like that they use Big Brother so they could actually do that. But uh, like because they talked about like t- like this could be a task or a challenge, and it's like, well, that's fucked up if it is. Like the cameras being off and shit, and uh, so them alluding to certain things, Big Brother related. But her going in the diary room, if you're a Big Brother fan, the diary room's huge for you. Because that's entertaining when they talk shit about the housemates. So basically like a confessional kind of thing. Yes, yes, it, exactly what it is. It's a confessional. And uh, she's in there at the end, and that's where she escapes to when the house is overridden with zombies. And uh, she kind of says like one last little message, and then she goes out, and it's like uh, revealed that she's a zombie, and she's looking up at the camera. Aww. And uh, it's pretty sad because Kelly like was a feisty li- like you thought she could be the final girl. So to if speak. it wasn't for that Patrick, they may have all made it. But Pat- he had that dumbass idea of going outside and beating the the walkers with chum. Yeah, that was fucking stupid. Letting the walkers in. Yeah, that was completely ridiculous. Well, the walkers, the zombies. Uh but but getting them. Getting them to come in and him having the bowl of chub and he was like like throwing them out of it. Fuck off, fuck off. And then they started eating the shit out of him. And he was all pissed off about it. It's like you're an idiot. Like like it got really real at the end. Like they kept a lot of people alive and it's like, wait, some people might actually make it. Right. And then at the end they're like, Nope, everybody's fucked. They kinda did that at Dawn of the Dead too. They yeah, had like they a did. good group make it at the end. And then they go to that beach and everybody's fucked. Can never lift me down with the sickness ever again. <laughs> it's such a darker song now. That's such a good post-credits ending, though. Even Actually, though it kind of like undermines the whole fucking ending of the movie. I felt so bad for them. They finally got to an island and they're so excited. And it's like you hear what? They're all gonna die. And like each and every one of them just starts getting bit off and shit. And it's like, oh no. And Jada's like, how did you know that? I'm like, because of the song. Don't sit down with the sickness by the third, thinking it's gonna be a happy ending. Yeah. But but and that's kind of how this felt. He opened the gates and then they just fucking come rolling. You know, Patrick ruined it for everybody. But it, he was a good villain. He was a good you know douchebag. He was hiding uh, in the the one scene that didn't need to be happened is when he's in the room with that Pippa, the girl that got evicted. Oh and he, yeah. And he had to take a shit, and they like show him shitting in a bucket. It's yeah, like, you did not need to on. show me shitting him shitting in a bucket. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm good. I get it. It's like real life and you want to like, oh, this would be I'm the good. reality of it. But it's like, I don't get it. I can just like leave that for interpretation. Right. Like, yeah, like I can like, like yeah, you, yeah, I understand you that happens. You could have carried the bucket off to the side and said I had, I had to take a shit. Yeah. Like, you don't always have to. You don't to, have to show it. Yeah. Because it, it really got like in there. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, like making the noise. Yeah, like, he's, like, really yeah, he's like doing the dumb and dumber. Like, it's like, I'm good, bro. But, uh, Besides that, I thought all the other scenes were, like, perfectly crafted and good zombie material, like, good running chase scenes, good action scenes, them figuring out to get them in the head quite early, Kelly, like, explaining to the house guests and them not really believing her at first and thinking it could be, like, a challenge, and I, I thought everything about it worked. I thought you could easily screw this up and make it not serious and make it, like, a stupid parody. Yep. But it was actually really good horror satire that had good frights to it and had good jump scares. And you got emotionally invested in the character and then watched him die and got got upset. Like, it had everything a good zombie movie has. 
So to me, it's a really good installment in, in the genre, and I would almost give this thing an 8 out of 10. Damn. Yeah, I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. I was going to give it a 6.3. <laughs> I knew it wasn't going to be for you. This this one was like a little treat for me. I would recommend but, it to other people like yourself yeah, yeah. that like Big Brother and Survivor and stuff like that. Exactly. But for somebody like me that like reality TV such as like Dance Moms. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh my god, guys, seriously, if anybody wants to get rich, do it now. Fucking make a dance mom's zombie movie sci-fi. Just do it. Just just do it. You've already eaten Abby Lee Miller by a shark. Bring her back. I mean, she's in a wheelchair now, so she's not getting very far. But... Uh, yeah, that'd be great. But yeah, I really enjoyed this. I think my favorite kill would be Patrick dying at the end. Of course it's Patrick. That is mine, too. Like, because you were just, it was so satisfying. Oh, he was the most satisfying one. And also the end with Kelly and Marky and the blonde girl. And when all the zombies, the doors finally unlocked and all the zombies come in the the living room in the Big Brother house and Marquis and the girl just get fucking destroyed and Kelly's fighting off like a badass but she still gets bit somehow and it just that was a really good scene that she was one of my bit favorite because they're zombies because it, it's just like it reminded me of that scene at Cabin in the Woods when it opened the doors open up the oh yeah when all the fucking all elevators or whatnot fucking open up and all the creatures come out but Oof. this is just zombies but it's like then you gotta fight like shit's hit the fan right now we gotta fight them and then the guy and the girl couldn't cut it but the one girl does and uh yeah I really enjoyed this uh we'll be back for the scream review mm-hmm. uh, is there anything else you want to tell the good people Mindy um, just make sure that you're keeping an eye out for the TikTok this back yes, because I'm gonna be posting a lot on there being gone. Um, other than that, have a great rest of your week. Make sure you're safe. If you go out and see Screen Six, make sure that you tune in to my live show and so we can talk about it. But yeah. other than that, hootie fucking who and have a great night. Amen.